Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao life is a savage road out here a man with no wheels is a man with no hope i know you you're the driver where is the car your black on black is scrap. It's gone. She'll never be whole again. It's a long, dark passage from which there is no exit. There's something brewing out there. This land is about to be scorched by Gastown Wrath. Wastelands, the righteous path is whichever road gets you out alive. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the premiere episode of Nothing to Play. Always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Wastelander himself, Val Cisco, and today, we're going to be talking about video games. And for everybody who's um, been used to this podcast by now, they do know that I have different segments. Of course, one of them being Nothing to Watch, which we kind of tackle movies and TV shows and things of that nature. But I felt like I needed to expand my horizons and do something a little bit different. So we're going to spin that off to Nothing to Play, where we talk primarily about video games. And if you're just bored, you get that little slump feeling where you have nothing to play, I kind of give you that nudge on what to buy or even what to try. This week's episode, the debut episode, we're going to be talking about 2015's Mad Max. And it's a game that I've been excited to talk about for quite a while already because of the fact that I love the franchise. Boy, I just love the people speaking old English in the wastelands trying to shoot each other. Seeing Max just go crazy, being a super cop with the black on black 
you know, with the sawed-off shotgun, trying to kill people left and right, trying to get some gas and water, having flashbacks about his family in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. You gotta love it, man. And of course, the game gives you all of that. Let's give you a little bit of a backstory on it. Mad Max is an action-adventure video game based on the Mad Max franchise, developed by Avalanche Studios and published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. It was released for the Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in September 2015. Faro Interactive published the game, and Mac OS and Linux versions of the game came out as well, too, and a focuses on Mad Max as he progresses through the wasteland, building his vehicle, the Magnum Opus, to do battle with a gang of raiders led by Scarborough Scrotus to reach the stories of the Plains of Silence, where he hopes to find peace. And if you're used to the series, you always know that Max is haunted by his family, haunted by the fact that he could have saved them, haunted by the fact that he could save everybody if he had the chance. And of course, we get to do some raiding, we get to do some saving hell, we get to throw some Molotov cocktails and kill some people in this game. It is a fantastic game in the open world post-apocalyptic wasteland. Um, let me just tell you about the gameplay a little bit. Uh, when I first got a hand of this game many years ago, uh, I just recently picked it up while um, just looking for something to play not too long ago too. Uh, what really captivated me was the driving aspect of this game. It's about 90% of the game is driving. And people are like, oh, you go out there, you get to hit some goons and go crazy. But no, it's really about, you know, the black on black really just failing and, and being dismantled. And if you know the series, you know, Max's car is like his best friend. It is an appendage of his body. It's his left hand. Right hand, if you will, for those righties out there. I'm handy-capable, people. I'm a left-hander. Anyways, um, so we get to see the destruction of that vehicle in the beginning of the game. And, of course, it's about building a new vehicle, the magnum opus, if you will. You get to choose from different skins and trying to put different plates of armor and color and different advantages that each vehicle can um, can kind of give you in the game to help you in your in your journey to get to the planes. And it's a fun dynamic. You get the the racing, you get the um, the raiding, you get the the pillaging from different environments to get water or gas or hell to even just uh, take out a, a clan, if you will, to to appease your 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 alliances. So it's a very fun game, but very driving orientated. Um, the fighting aspect is fun as well, too. If you're a fan of games like the Arkham series, the Batman Arkham series, you're going to love the dynamic with this game. You know, it's a very much a counter-fighting system. Uh, if you're playing with the PlayStation and Xbox, you're really using those those four buttons to your best advantage. You have, you know, a light punch, a heavy punch, a counter punch, and, of course, you're mixing mashes of different um, techniques as well, too. Hell, Max has a rage mode where he just gets bloodthirsty and starts, like, giving belly-to-belly -belly suplexes and snapping people's necks, jamming them against the wall, and doing all these awesome side moves that you're like, hell yeah, this is what Mad Max is all about. Honestly, 
It's a fun game, and it's crazy to think that many people, when this f- game first came out, gave it low, low, well, not low reviews, but like a mo- more like a mid-taste, you know, just, you know, enough for you to buy but not love. Hell, if you're a fan of the series or you're a fan of the gameplay, you're going you're gonna to love this kind of game. It's open world, you have the fighting, you... Of course, you're going to have little things that make you feel weird. You know, the amount of bullets you have for guns is very scarce. But hey, if you love games like Resident Evil, looking for bullets is no problem for you. You know, looking for gas, looking for water, trying to, you know, uh, win factions over. This game has a lot to do with a broad story, but also great side missions. At its core, it's a game about the death of hope. You know, it's about learning to find something to cling on to in a pointless existence of murder and regret, and then watching it turn to ash at the palm of your hands. You know, but that's just a bit of the kernel right there. It's all about survival in this game, and Max's war path really consumes him by the end of the game. His struggle, his, his fanatical thoughts, his, his um, demons, if you will, really take hold in this game. And you get to see a sense of what it's like to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Um, but for Max, the reluctant hero that we play with, the wasteland is something to escape for him. He's lost his car, like I said before, nearly lost his life at the hands of Scarborough Scotus, um, a warlord who basically is the son uh, of a main Mad Max villain. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but if you love the franchise, he is the son of that. If you're looking for the canon part of this game, not too sure where it fits in. It could fit in with uh, Mad Max 2, it could fit in before, you know, Thunderdome, it all depends. We know that it's well after, you know, the first Mad Max movie, but as far as it being canon in the lore of Mad Max, I couldn't tell you that whatsoever. And you know what? I'd rather it be like that. I'd rather it be just a side story, kind of like how Fury Road was, the the motion picture that came out in 2014. Speaking about that, the original plan for this release was in 2014. It was released in September the following year um, because of the fact that it wanted to go hand-in-hand with the series. But a lot of developers felt that people were going to get confused. You weren't going to get you know, the Tom Hardy character, the Charlize Theron character as well, too. You are going to get a totally different Mad Max in this game. I think the developers really just didn't want people to pick and choose and say, well, that's not my Mad Max. That's not the movie's Mad Max. And you know what? right on for that one it was capitalizing in the mad max fever but then again it gave it enough room to breathe a tad bit as i was saying before about the gameplay it's an action adventure game in an open world post-apocalyptic environment you know emphasizing on the vehicle combat in which the player uh mad max played by bren foster not ben foster Bren Foster, nothing against Ben, Ben's an awesome actor, but the voice acting, I can't even do the Aussie accent, but Bren is a great, great Mad Max in this. Um, of course, you're going to have some weapons, some tools, including flamethrowers uh, attached to your car, turbo boost, mounted um, um, harpoons, uh, sniper rifles attached to this, you know, all of this being updated by... Uh, I want to say your your best friend in the game. If it's not your dog, which he does have a dog in this game, which is awesome. He goes out there, looks for for gold, looks for water, looks for gas, things of that nature. But 
your best buddy is a is a, I want to say a deformed mongoloid looking um, for all the mongoloids out there. I'm sorry if I offended you, but he's like more of a hunchback that's just um, called a black finger, if you will. He's a mechanic. His name, Chum Bucket. I didn't write that, people. That's his name. And no, if you're thinking about SpongeBob, it's not no Chum Bucket that you're thinking of. This guy is nasty, perverted, messed up. This dude would eat your dog if he could, but he can make one hell of a car. And basically, it's you bringing different tools to Chum Bucket to repair this vehicle, the Magnum Orphis. And of course, Chum Bucket is very religious as well, too, thinking that Max is some kind of uh, Muhammad figure, a Jesus figure, if you will, too, that's going to save the wasteland and bring everybody into prominence. Of course, Max does not care about this. All he cares about is a car with a V8 that goes really fast, and he can kill as much people much more ruthless than ever. The gameplay, of course, with the fine dynamics, has a lot to mix with pro wrestling, boxing, and martial art attacks as well, too. Very similar to the Batman Arkham landscape. Speaking about landscapes, the Mad Max landscape consists of canyons, caves, deserts, and abandoned wastelands. The game's world is divided into several regions, with each having its own backstory and landscape. Unique landmarks and ruins can be discovered in each region. Side activities such as races, time trials, invading enemy fortresses and territories, eliminating enemy convoys can be found in each region. A region's threat level is lowered by completing these activities um, and basically taking to the next level. The lower you, 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 the higher you reach your rank, the better you are going to be a fighter, the better armor you're going to get as well too. But also, you can lower these threat levels as well too to, to, to basically take out the competition, if you will. Um, of course, like I said, Max can be guided by Chum Bucket in a st strategical um, way, completing objectives. Max is accompanied by his dog, as I said, a companion called D Dinky D, as um, Chum Bucket calls him, who can help players detect landmines, find different items, and, as I said before, be very helpful in battle if it came to that. Max has limited climbing abilities, and objects that you could climb on are highlighted, of course, mostly in yellow. You're going to see a lot of on-the-rails when it comes to certain things in the games. Um, he has very limited abilities when it comes to jumping or rolling and dodging. You know, like I said, most of his game is in that car, so if you're not in that car better hope that you have some kind of cover because when the Raiders come, when the Wild Boys do come, they come a-coming, and they're going to beat the living daylights out of you the best they can. Your health meter. Your health meter is based on different things with water and food primarily being the things that are going to replenish your health. Um, gas is a very big thing in this game. Your car will lose gas, and if it loses gas, you're shit out of luck. You're going to have to go somewhere, walk somewhere, find that gas, and hopefully your car is not destroyed or blown up. Hopefully you're not going to die on the way of trying to get some gas as well, too, as these raiders are always in their vehicles trying to kill Max throughout the whole damn game. Of course, there's other side missions for relics, trying to find past photos, you know, kind of unearthy Max's past as well, too, which is a fun, 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 fun game. Um, as I said before, the voice work as well, too, with Brent Foster. Uh, Scrotus played by Travis Willinghan, uh, psychotic son of the, I'll say it right now, people, spoiler alert, psychotic son of Mortem Joe, who is one of the big bad the Mad Max franchise played by uh, Fred I'm gonna mess up his name you guys know me I botch names Fred Ta uh, 
Tata Socorro. I'm gonna mess that up. Rock and roll. The ruler of Gastown. Scrotus and the war, bro war boys run Max off the road, steal his clothes, supply, destroy his car, and of course, and of course, Mad uh, Mad Max does get his comeuppance at one point. Stabs Scrotus in the head with a chainsaw. Well, chainsaws his head in a way, and um, still we're seeing Scrotus kick up and just be a badass in that game. All that takes place in the beginning of the game, guys, so I'm not really spoiling that much. Um, so, yeah, fun, fun, fun damn game. Um, you know, we could talk about so much right now when it comes to the development in the studios, you know, with Avalanche Studios, um, really nailing what it was for people to get into the shoes of Mad Max, using the lore but also creating lore at the same time. Um, you have different people like um, Sony Entertainment as well, too, trying their best to um, push this game as well, too. They were originally going to put this for the PS3 as well, too, and the Xbox 360, but it was Sony that really convinced developers to say, you know what, new systems are coming, this game's going to be beautiful, wait, hold it off, this game's going to be a rock star when it comes to that. And you know what? It really is. It's like playing a live-action movie. And if you're into games like Drake, Uncharted, or Tomb Raider, this has a sense of a live movie aspect in this. Uh, similar to the films, Max is seldom in speaking or expressing emotion. His thoughts are reflected by his own actions. Uh, the team um, aimed at developing a complex character and personality for him. According to the game's director... Max is traumatized by his past, of course, by losing his family. This makes him insane, unstable, and, of course, mad. <laughs> These qualities are reflected in the game's rage mode, in which match, match, looking at match, Max inflicts additional damage to his enemies. Chumbucket, Max's mechanic and companion, is obsessed with the Magnum Orphus. According to the game's lead writer, he is a proto-religious <laughs> sexual... Uh, deviant when it comes to this and basically he has a hard-on for things that involve automobiles um, that's really what it, what it really boils down to this game is a fun dynamic balls to the wall at your face if you like games like Borderlands Rage you're gonna get that feel for as well too in the wasteland shooting things in the wasteland traveling to different areas and grinding and what I love about this game is the more you grind the better you're gonna get the more, you know, abilities you're going to get, the better armor you're going to get. Hell, the customization. You can have Max have a long beard, no beard, a mustache. You can have him, you know, kind of butt naked if you want to, him in the wasteland with no armor whatsoever. Or have him with the leather jacket and the, the little fin on his shoulder looking like a badass as he deserves. The cars itself are beautiful. You can make your own death machine. It is so fun in my opinion. Let's get down to the end of it right here, the release and the... Reception, I want to say. Uh, the release, of course, was on September 1st, 2015 in North America and in the United Kingdom, September 2nd, uh, as well as in Australia, September 3rd. Um, basically, it came out for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, it was announced on May 3rd, 2015 that the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions have been canceled due to the hardware restrictions. So, you gotta thank Sony for that one, pushing them up there. Um, players who pre-ordered the game receive the Ripper. An additional Magnum Orphus design, the Ripper is a steelbook 
Uh, collector, oh, sorry, the rip, the Ripper, the Ripper, <laughs> is a steelbook collector's box mini license plate on a Blu-ray copy of Mad Max Fury Road, which was included in the post-apocalyptic edition of the film. The PlayStation 4 version uh, purchasers could access the Road Warrior Survival Kit with 12 hood ornaments for the Magnus Orphus exclusively until the 30th of November. Uh, to promote Mad Max, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment sponsored launch events in Australia, and the company invited actors to create artwork on the vehicles with dust. So they made it all dusty and grimy and rusty and all that good stuff right there. Um, so it was a pretty good, you know, post-apocalyptic release when it came to that. Reception. Before the release, Mad Max received... Positive reviews. Game Revolution called its gameplay exhilarating, fast, violent, and fun, and it said it would be the title for fans of the series would want to play. Hardcore gamers thought the game could be the biggest surprise of 2015 and praised its vehicle customization, which is compared to the ship customization in Assassin's Creed's Black Flag. According to IGN, Mad Max was 2015 teens middle earth shadow of mordor uh and pc gamer <laughs> expressed concern that the game is trying too many things all at once which i could see that in some way but it's not bad whatsoever some critics compared it negative nega negatively <laughs> negatively <laughs> to the critical acclaim film mad max fury road Post-release, Mad Max received mixed or average reviews from critics, according to Review Aggressor Metric. Um, its story received mixed response. Uh, IGN found the story to be surprisingly genuine, despite most of the action occurring later in the game. You know, most people thought that this game was pretty much a ripoff of the the uh, Arkham series lineup. And I didn't think that whatsoever. I think it has, you know, enough where you can have similarities, but the same token, it's still a great game on its own. Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it did uh, lead itself into other games that were coming out that there. Um, of course, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, was one of the biggest games of that year as well, too. So, uh, you know, it, it did fall on the wayside, but it was a sleeper hit, in my opinion. Like I said, mixed reviews, you know, from Game Informer, 7.5 out of 10. GameStop, 6 out of 10. Uh, Destructoid, Destructoid <laughs> 7 out of 10. Um, Polygon, 5.5 out of 10. But you have IGN giving it 8.4 out of 10. Game Trailers gave it 7.4 out of 10. And uh, Game Radar gave it about uh, four to f out of five stars, so it does have a mixed uh, critic and fan review basis as well too. Um, me myself, I love this game. Sales Mad Max was the second best-selling game in the United Kingdom in the first week of the release on the UK software retail chart, only behind Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, which was released the same day, according to MPD Group. It was the 8th best-selling game in the U.S. in September 2015. I love this game. You guys should get this game. You know, it definitely is on the systems right now. If you don't want to get them on the systems, you don't have the hard drive for it. Because uh, uh, as I got this game many times, it was definitely on uh, the Xbox Game Pass for free. I'm not too sure if it's on still. But if you do have that Game Pass, please go for it. 
It's worth it. It's great for the Xbox to try different games out before they go away. And of course, on uh, PS4, if you have PS Plus, it did appear there as a free game, which I still have it there. But if you don't have the access to that whatsoever, you can definitely get it in GameStop pre-owned. Xbox One, and right now it's charging it for $9.99. So if a game like this for Xbox One, that's a great price. PlayStation 4, charging it for $14.99 use as well, too. So these prices are pretty awesome, but if you're uh, you know, a purist that needs a, a game that hasn't been broken yet, the seal has not been touched, you can get it for about uh, $19.99 if you needed to, as well, too, for the Xbox or for the PlayStation 4. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I loved it because I love this game. Everything about this game screams Boss the Walls Fury. If you love the franchise, you'll love this game. If you loved Mad Max Fury Road, you're going to love this game. If you love car chases and crazy gruesome stories, you're going to love this game. Give it a chance. Go out there and play some Mad Max. Anyway, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. SciShow Conversations has a Facebook page uh, titled SciShow Conversations. Uh, also has an Instagram page titled SciShow Conversations. Um, if you want to reach me, I'm also on Instagram at Val Cisco, On Twitter at Val Cisco as well, too. And, of course, the podcast itself is on Anchor. It's on iTunes. And, of course, now and hopefully... The remainder of this podcast, it is on Spotify. So go out there, look for it, Sideshow Conversations. Give it a like, give it a favorite, you know, subscribe, rate, review. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. You know, I do this, you know, not for any kind of, uh, I guess, um, love or adoration. I, I do this because I love it. This is something that um, I want to do for the rest of my life. So hopefully I'm getting better day by day by day by day. Anyway, guys, for those who are, that do support the podcast, thank you for the listens. For those who are new to the podcast, hope you do stick around. As always, later.